Welcome to Conscious Business School. Don't let the word school fool you. This isn't like any school you're used to. I'm your host, Laura Murphy, and in this space, we talk about reclaiming the corporate dream, building conscious businesses, and what it is to live an unbound life. Join me weekly as I drop all my hot takes on what it takes to build and grow a sustainable business that helps you live the life that you want. Hello, folks. Welcome back to the podcast. I am your host, Laura, and I am so honored to have you here this week. Uh, I'm also so grateful for the messages that you guys are sending me on Instagram. Um, Just letting me know that you're listening. It means the world to me. um, And this is why I do it. So today's episode... It's a, it's a goodie. <laughs> I think I say that about all of them, but I really um, think this is an important topic. And uh, it was kind of inspired by a conversation I was having with uh, somebody just about, you know, the stages of entrepreneurship and, you know, where they were. And it was just very reminiscent of um, when I was coaching in a group coaching program. This is something that I would see very often and I think it's worth uh, a conversation just because I want your business to thrive. (laughs) Who doesn't, right? Um, So I want to talk about something I see really often when it comes to business and making money. And you've heard me say this before, if you're not making money in your business, do you even have a business? So ideally... The ideal state is that your business makes consistent money and you can not only sustain yourself, but, you know, expand your life the way that you want, i.e. afford more and more expensive things and just to live life a little more fully, I guess, because you're making more money. Where we get into trouble is when we begin to suffocate our business, when we move into a state of absolutely needing to make money now so and as I'm saying this I'm like clenching my fists because that's the imagery that I see in my you know my mind's eye is this like gripping to this chokehold that we put on our business of needing to make money and while desperation and I I hesitate in even using that word because I feel like it's strong but Oftentimes, what I see is people spinning in the state of desperation of, you know, money to get them out of this situation that they feel that they're in. While desperation can be motivating to some, I would presume to estimate that it's far fewer than what we think. So for the majority of people, the desperation for our business to make money will permeate into everything that we do, every move that we make, every interaction that we have, every action that we take. And this shifts our perspective of, you know, deeply and unconditionally and relentlessly going after our desires. And it actually makes them shroud in conditions, in if-then statements, in, you know, if I make money, then I'll be able to do this. If my business does this, then I'll be able to whatever. These are conditions that don't need to be put on your business. So you're gripping so firmly to the outcome of cash that you're restricting the blood flow that will actually allow the cash to flow. So if you think about a clenched fist and you're clenching it as 
tightly as you can, it's like all the blood supply gets constricted. But if you were to loosen your grip just a little bit, you feel the rush of life coming back into it. And your business is no different. So today we're talking about releasing the chokeholds of having to make money. And I'm going to say something and I'm curious on how it sits with you. But the thing is, I don't think it's about the money at all. <laughs> um, you, as a person, can make money in an infinite number of ways. We begin to suffocate our business when we depend on it as our only source of income that we have. And I know you're probably thinking, Laura, that's the fucking point. That's why I'm starting a business in the first place is so that I have this income so I don't have to rely on other sources of income. I know. But likely your business is in a very, if, especially if you're listening to this, likely your business is in an early stage. And that means it's incredibly vulnerable at this stage. And if you're looking at how you do business through the lens of desperately needing to make money, you are stacking the odds against yourself on it actually succeeding. So I'm going to dive into when I see this happening, kind of like at what stage of your business I see this happening the most often. And then we're just going to talk about just MBD. Um, <laughs> we're going to talk about how, what you can do to release or ease that sense of pressure that's building up um, so that you can actually build the business that you deep down desire and know that you can. So here is when I see this happening the most. And this one, the first one is probably the most prevalent. Um, and it's in the just getting started stage of your business. Honestly, this is when your business is the most vulnerable, most early stage entrepreneurs, myself included, start their journey because there's this desperate desire. And I, I, I want to emphasize this desperate desire to get out of or change the current reality. I know myself, I knew something had to change when I was walking to work. And I like, I remember where I was every morning when the tears began. I would walk to work crying every day because I hated my job so much. It was so misaligned. I was walking into this big open space that was set up with hundreds of cubicles. I literally felt like every day I was shackling myself to something I didn't even want to be a part of. And every moment I was there was sucking the goddamn life out from my very body. So if that sounds familiar, <laughs> you feel completely stuck in a job that you hate and it's mentally and emotionally and sometimes physically feeling like it's actually killing you. And, you know, you know there's more. You know that there's something else and you're in desperate need to change your current situation as fast as possible. Sometimes in this economy, <laughs> you may find yourself, and I, this this happened to me previously as well, where you're feeling like that in this space of complete stuckness and desperation and misalignment, and then you get let go from your job. And you're like, this is it, I have to make it work, it's now or never, oh my God. So you're in this state of desperately needing your business to come in and save the day, to you know, be the savior for this situation that you've probably been in for quite a long time. 
So you look to quick fixes and shortcuts and instant relief and instant gratification from a pain that you've been feeling probably for the better part of your career. I mean, talk about putting immense pressure on your business for for it to work out. Holy. So this is where I see entrepreneurs myself included, and I'm like speaking from firsthand experience here, desperately jumping from program to program, coach to coach, method to method, course to course, throwing, you know, everything and anything at the wall, hoping that it sticks, hoping that it will, you know, offer me a quick fix, an easy way out, a surefire path out of the desperation that I'm feeling. It's no surprise that this is where I see most people giving up, saying it doesn't work, saying it isn't for them, saying that they don't have, you know, their coach didn't do a good job, you know, putting so much pressure on it having to work out that they stop their business before it even starts. So do some people make it work at this stage? Sure. But from my experience, I've seen maybe one to 5% of the people really muscle their way through the desperation stage to get things off the ground. And if they do, they tend to fall into one of these later stages, (laughs) which I'm about to go into. So the second most common place that I see this chokehold of needing to make money happen in your business is with entrepreneurs who take a bit more of a fly by the seat of your pants approach to business. And I tend to see this most in with really empathetic people, people who operate in the spiritual and in the wellness space, where we have a tendency to swing the pendulum so far from what we've known in the structures uh, and systems of the corporate world, likely because we are deeply scarred, i.e. the story of me crying on the way to work every day, feeling like my soul is (laughs) literally being sucked out of my body. Um, You know, so they kind of float or flitter in their business. The tricky thing about this phase is likely they've been able to make something work, i.e. muscle their way through the beginning um and have for a little bit of time until what until the way that they have done things seems to not be working anymore the pipeline of clients begins to dry up um you know they've got no money coming in and they're left with this sense of confusion or even a little ego hurt i should say So they grip onto this need to make money. And it's harder at this stage because if I'm being honest, this is because they've already seen a little bit of success or even, you know, a lot of success. They've become accustomed to living their life in a certain way. So they constantly approach their business through the lens of kind of flittering around between new offers and dropping in online when they feel like it and when it feels aligned and relying on people to come to them and find them and relying on one post at a time to sell their products. Funds start to dry up, sometimes rather quickly, and they sink into a state of panic. So every move that you make at this stage or every output and every post or whatever it is, every touch point that you have becomes about having to make money, i.e. the fist that I was talking about begins to clench 
And the thing is, we start showing up to an audience that's cold, that might have forgotten what we do. And, you know, we might have jumped around so many times they don't even know what we do. They don't trust that you're going to show up for them when they need you um, because you've been so inconsistent in the past and you've just kind of, you know, flew in and flew out. So that's another time when I see this happening in business. And the third time, and this is an interesting one because it can happen even in like big businesses. I've seen this happen in the corporate world, but also in the, you know, online business space. But this is when business find themselves spinning at a certain, like hitting a ceiling, spinning at a certain income level or at a certain just stage in their business, desperately seeking to break through the cycle um, and to scale and to become bigger and to want more. Like the past phase, this business has made money, um, but for the growth that it's seen and the growth that it desires, it just isn't enough to sustain things and things start to feel really crunchy and really challenging and really testing. And I tend to see that these, um, what, what this type of business will resort to is trying anything and everything to make money. And you know what that feels like as someone who receives content and as the audience to a business like that, it feels like they're desperately trying anything and everything to make money. <laughs> it feels like you're being sold at and it's like a fire sale. It becomes more about the making money than the work that you're here to do um, and why you got into business in the first place. And people feel that. This tends to happen because, and I'm going to go out on a bit of a limb here and say this, but it tends to happen because the vision is so deeply and primarily rooted in an income level an income target, i.e. you make your sole purpose for being in your business about making money, which means it's all about you and the world that you want to build um, more so than the people who you're here to help. And trust me, your people will feel it when you start losing touch with them and it becomes all about selling and making money. I've seen it. I've experienced it. Um, and I've seen <laughs> big businesses struggle in this space. I, they lose touch with why. They lose touch with why they started and what they're here to do. And at this phase, um, strategy is thrown out the window. Anything long-term is thrown out the window. There is no consistent and predictable income. And honestly, without those, you're essentially building a business on eggshells. <laughs> Which doesn't sound very fun now, does it? I, so I want to ask you a question. Do you feel like where you are in your business, you fit into one of these categories? You know, sometimes I think it might actually be a bit of a rite of passage for entrepreneurs at some point to go through all three of these. So, which leads to, you know, what do you do if you find yourself in your business in a desperate grasp to make money, choke holding your business to produce? you, I mean, at the core of it, you have to find a way to release the pressure to loosen the grip. And what does that mean? And I'm going to come at this from a couple of different perspectives. But first, let's focus on financially. And it's simple, you have to find another way to either make money, or to spend less money to give your business the space and room to grow. I don't know where we get the idea that the entrepreneurial journey has to be linear. Um, and that it has to follow a step-by-step -step process. You know, I mean, you know the one I'm talking about. It's where, you know, we glamorize the idea of 
the Jerry Maguire moment of quitting your job and stepping out into this thriving business overnight based on, you know, what you learned from your first coach or your first online program, or I don't even fuck it, like a Google search. Um, and then you sail off into the sunset on the yacht that you bought, like WTF. <laughs> Tell me one business that has ever followed that process. I will wait. I will wait. <laughs> So I, like, I really think we sensationalize the idea of having that big Jerry Maguire moment and quitting our job ceremoniously and going all in on our business. Because for most people and most people who are billionaires and, and like multi, multi, multi millionaires, that is rarely the, um, that is rarely the process they followed. And I think there's something to learn from these people who have gone before us. So like I said, some people are motivated by the level of risk that comes with, you know, like quitting your job ceremoniously and going all in, but most aren't. And for most of us, it puts so much pressure on it having to work in a short amount of time that we make hasty decisions, we make misaligned actions, we discount the shit out of what we're doing to the point that we probably would have been better off staying in the job that we hated to begin with, <laughs> which is like for most of us, when we think about it, that's our worst case scenario. So what can you do? I mean, the obvious thing is you can build your business while you're still in your job. If you got laid off from your job, maybe that's not, <laughs> not possible, but find another way to make money take the pressure off of your business having to make money from day one take on contract work while you build your business make money any sort of way i don't even care i don't care sell photos of your feet i don't care keep that separate from your business <laughs> and just make enough money so that you can step into your business and let it grow like i said it's not about the money because you can make money and i say this often you especially you know, and even people who come into my, my breathwork space in the heart portal and, you know, they say I'm really going through some money stuff and this and that. And I, I just have to remind them that there are infinite ways for you to make money. Infinite. Infinite. And I truly mean that. Like more than you can even fathom, there are ways to make money. Where we get ourselves into trouble is having for it to be a certain way. And if it's not that way, we make whatever way it is mean something about us. If you are just beginning your journey of entrepreneurship and are desperately seeking an out from your current situation, it's likely that you have been feeling that for some time. So to expect your business to be the golden ticket out of a job in an instant, honestly, is completely unrealistic in my opinion. Building a business is, and I've said this over and over again on my Instagram with coaching and like with clients, and I've said it here, building a business is a long-term game. And I even listened to a podcast. One of my favorite podcasts is Diary of a CEO. So good. I listened to one um, that he did today with uh, Cody Sanchez, who is a badass and I love her. <laughs> and she's become a multimillionaire by buying boring businesses. Um, but she also talked about, he asked her, she knows a lot of billionaires and he said, what are some common traits that you see with billionaires? And she said two things. One, they have a really big vision. And like not a bit vision to be a millionaire. They have like a really big vision. And two, they play the long game. They don't fall for instant 
results, instant gratification. They have this ability, and I think this comes with time, to see longer-term potential. But I think you just need to, you know, to narrow it down to where you are in your business. Building a business is long-term. It isn't an overnight success. And, you know, it's the grasping at the quick fixes and the get-rich-quicks and the overnight successes that causes most businesses, especially in one of the three phases that I talked about, to fail before their businesses even had a chance to breathe, really. And truthfully, and I'm going to lay it all out here because I, I feel that authenticity and vulnerability and transparency is the way forward. I work contracts. I take on contracts creating influencer strategies for brands, which is very much my old life. I don't do it full time. It's something that supplements my income. I run, you know, sessions and seminars and workshops that don't fall into my repertoire of um, offerings. But because I do that, I have the luxury of building my business in a way that is sustainable and the way that feels good and doesn't put pressure, unneeded pressure on my business. I And because of that, you get to experience the fullness of me showing up in my business because this is something that I love and talking about the things that I love and helping people in a way that I love because I'm not chokeholding it into having to make money um and you're not seeing the me who is desperate for you to buy something from me so you know having to be resourceful to fund your business doesn't mean anything about your business or you as a business owner that's just business baby (laughs) that's it um and i think that's where people get tripped up they make their journey mean something about their worthiness and their capability to do the damn thing but if you remember this I heard this years ago and it has never left me and I think I mean I'm sure the stat has changed because inflation (laughs) but the average millionaire has at least seven sources of income so if you have to get creative to make money to build the life of your dreams that's it that's that's the game that is the long game that is you do all the other things as an investment into your business so that it can grow and reach the potential that you want it to if you have to. And the thing is, and I'll, I'll move on to the other things in a second. When you sell from a state of desperation, you accept clients that you that don't fit, you launch products that don't align, you are selling things, like I said, at fire sale prices, and you start making decisions that it doesn't make any of it feel good. I even said, you know, as a bit of like a perspective shift, I said this to a friend the other day, you know, the biggest actors in Hollywood all had side jobs. They all waited tables. They all um, did what they have to do to pay rent while they built their big career. So why, why do we think that online business is different? I don't know. I don't know. All right. So what else can you do? It will also require, I love looking at tangibly what can you do on the external, but internal, it's going to take a little bit of work as well. There needs to be a perspective shift. So when we become so fixated on the outcome of having to make money, that every action that we take is measured on whether or not it made you money, 
So you post one thing on social media and you think, did I sell anything? Did it work? Is this this a success? That's a whole lot of pressure to put on one Instagram post. That's usually, you know, results in throwing all sorts of things at the wall, seeing if they stick, which frankly confuses your audience. So instead, building a successful business is about compounding efforts. It's all about the journey. I know I'm repetitive in saying this, but it's true. It's about the journey, not the destination. So if you can shift your focus from having to make money to success looking like showing up consistently, consistently, (laughs) showing up in in and for your business consistently, and in doing so, what you're doing is creating trust in yourself that you can do it and you know, building trust in the audience and, you know, for them to purchase from you, unless you're selling like a low ticket, a low cost um, physical product where they can just literally see an ad, click and buy, your ideal client will need to know you, they will need to like you, and they will need to trust you before they take out their credit cards and purchase from you. So zoom out, from the outcome, release your grip, soften your grip on the outcome on having to make money, making money becomes becomes about consistent execution of the daily journey. Number three, and I'll speed it up here. If your vision, the big vision that you have for yourself and your business is a dollar amount, I've got news for you. One, that's great. And you, you might just get there. And speaking from knowing people who've done this, who've reached that big income level, what happened when they got there, they asked themselves, now what? It isn't fulfilling me in the way that I thought it was. It isn't making me happy in the way that I thought it would. When they reach it, that sense of accomplishment and fulfillment is fleeting. It may last a few seconds and they may buy something that, you know, makes them feel good. But it puts you in this perpetual state of, and now what? And now what? So if your vision is a dollar amount, my invitation to you is to stop making it about you. Make it about the world you're here to create, the world that you are here to change or influence or whatever it is, and not make it about the money. Because it's not about you, baby. It's not about you. Number four, you know I'm going to say this, come back to your business anchors. Get really radically clear on who you are, what you do, who you do it for, very important, and why you do it. And from there, you build the basics of a business of a product that people want, consistent marketing, and a way to take their money and a way to deliver that product. That is business in a nutshell. Um, And that leads into the next one, building repeatable and predictable income. So oftentimes what I see, and I especially see this in the fly by the seat of your pants (laughs) group of people, they flitter from one offer to the next and they don't want to get bored by offering the same product again or whatever it is. But for you to be known for something, you kind of got to sell it more than once. You know, you kind of have to be <laughs> be the go-to person for something that people come looking and that's how you build more income and that's how you build um, a business and that's how you 
build that's how you build period <laughs> i mean if you think about even just product that's like nike making their first pair of jordans and be like we did it we did it we're going to move on to something else now they've been making jordans different styles of jordans for over 20 years they've deepened so this is an invitation to deepen into and become known for something and that is through iterating existing products creating predictable income and predictable income can come from things like memberships where you're getting you know the dollar amount that's coming in every month um i digress so if i were to sum all of this up i would want to tell you this loosen the grip on the desperate need to make money in your business money comes and money goes and as you've seen because you've feel the desperation of when it leaves focus on building a business with a strong foundation and that means consistent brand i.e presence consistent marketing what you're known for what you come online and talk about where you come online and talk about it who you come online and talk to about it and consistent offers and if you want people to want what you've got you can't keep moving the target every other day like you change your outfits. You need to go deep with them. So my invitation to you is to stop making it about making money. Take the pressure valve and open it up. Take the pressure off your business. You can make money in an infinite number of ways. Don't give up. You, you fucking got this. <laughs> I'm going to close it there. I know that the money wounds and the topic of money runs deep and I could talk about this and probably will talk about this in a lot more depth as we uh, continue our journey together thank you for listening if you liked it it would mean the world to me if you would subscribe or leave a review or share or let me know what you liked or what you want to hear more of or anything come find me on the gram I'm at i.m dot lauren murphy if you feel called to come into my space and work with me i have three offers right now one is a one-on-one -on -one session uh, which is a 90-minute session one is a three-month container and the third one is tbd essentially i want you to pitch me what support looks like to you and let's talk about it um until next week i love you and goodbye <laughs>